think. All right, we are live, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, y'all. It is Wednesday, August the fifth, two thousand and twenty. Welcome. We are live with the J Money Talks podcast. How's it going, everybody? It's your host Jason Johnson here, aka J Money. How y'all doing? It's a nice, beautiful day in Louisville, Kentucky. It feels great. I'm excited. Um, so, before we begin the podcast, I will say, I uh, give my prayers to the people who are living in Beirut, Lebanon. If yesterday, uh, Beirut, the port of Beirut, suffered like had this massive explosion. Uh, a lot of people looked at the explosion. It looked like a nuke went off. It was because the cloud was that was a explosion. It happened nearby the port of Lebanon, which is one pretty much the main port of Le- of a country of Lebanon, and is one of the most busiest ports in the Eastern Mediterranean region, which is going to be a huge factor in the country's economy and a lot of other things. Um, my I my thoughts and prayers go out to the country of Lebanon and the city of Beirut, especially the people who are lost that sadly are no longer with us now and people who are injured hopefully you guys have a speed recovery and everything um <clears throat> but um yeah let's uh but yes that's uh my father and go out to all of y'all let's um continue on with the podcast now um we're gonna go ahead and talk about i think the first thing we can talk about is well if you're fighting um if anyone doesn't know i don't talk a lot about video games, but you don't know me. I'm actually a huge fan of fighting games, and just earlier today, like about almost an hour, about an hour ago, uh, well, not an hour ago, but 20 minutes ago, Street Fighter Capcom uh, announced a new up, the new update, the final season for Street Fighter V, the fifth and final season they announced, pretty, pretty much came out. They actually announced four new characters. The first one was an obvious one. That is Dan, who is the penultimate joke character of the show, the joke Shoto. Pretty much a fun character. Pretty much people, he has a cult following amongst people. Originated in the Street Fighter Alpha series. Street originated in the Street Fighter Alpha series. He was in. He was last in Street Fighter Four. He's brought in. He's back. They shown his first uh, footage, what would have been a trailer, developed in progress. They haven't shown anything involving the, uh, they haven't shown his super yet. I don't know if they have a super ready yet, but it looks good. Development, the footage looked great. His uh, character looks not bad. I'm like, is a, the token is still like weak as like what is in the game. And the um, show, the Cole Yugen is still uh is still like decent. Um Stasu is always was always like his best move and his looks pretty good and I think they're making his taunts work well and incorporate his taunts. It's interesting to see how the story will go. I have not played Street Fighter five at all. I because I don't have a PS4 or PC and Initially, when it came out, the game did not look very good. But now, as the game has progressed over years, it started getting better and better. Season 3 kind of helped 
Season 2 was the big thing that kind of turned a lot of people off. Started, like, Akuma looked like Mufasa from Lion King and can't have banana hair and a bunch of stuff. The online was trash and a lot of things. Um, but now, the last couple seasons, they, the season 3 and season 4, they end up making it, making some things right. They, uh, Somehow, one thing that was bad was someone, a fan, uh, a Street Fighter fan, made a mod that made the online good, and but it kind of ruined some part of the game or crashed the game in some way. And instead of Capcom, like, no, that mod looks pretty good. Like, let, let me let's see if we can use that mod and integrate it into our like online system. And maybe make the online better. Nope, they decided to remove the mod itself and completely took out the mod entirely. And yeah, it was that was a bad thing. They uh, hopefully, I think they're going to be talk. They mentioned something about. I think eventually they're going to make something involving making the Neko better, probably in the future. But because they actually recently had this. Uh, if anyone doesn't know, on Friday, uh, the big uh, Japanese fighting game developers had this uh, big roundtable discussion about on like netcode, some cases on netcode, crossplay, and like a few other things, pretty much, and a few other things. And it's something that hopefully this is hopefully these are ongoing discussions because this is something a lot of fighting game fans, especially America in America is where most these get most uh, people play the games the most and as well as Japan and Korea and but it's a big thing that we uh, want to hear is like you know especially one of the things is like how how are we gonna how we not only get new players but also keep like competitive keep it competitive as it is and like a bunch of things and I think it's interesting to see how it goes I think it's gonna be interesting um, but, um, yeah, it was a pretty good discussion. I was something I watched, I listened in on Friday, in on Friday, or not really listened in, but at least kind of kept my eye on, eyes and ears on, because I was interested in knowing on how they were going to handle this, these discussions, because it was a big, uh, big thing. So, uh, yeah, Street Fighter Five. uh, so Street Fighter Five is getting a new update, one of the first characters was Dan. The next character they announced was going to be Rose, which was originating in the Alpha series and was in Ultra Street Fighter 4. It looked like she had some, she is in the universe already because one of her, she has a student of hers named Manat who came out in, I think, the late part of season 2, which was actually, uh, which was in the late part of season 2. She has, like, this whole power and stuff, and is in the, in the game. Um, so, uh, well, not really in the game, but, like, in cutscenes and part of a story. And, like, the character story, and I think in the arcade ending, one of Manat's arcade endings, actually. So, there is a possibility that Rose might be making, is gonna be in the game. Right now, there, she's in the design phase, having worked on how they do make the character work and stuff so it's like this is like very early but they can just make the announcement like we're gonna have Dan or have Rose 
The next character they announced was Oro, who is in the Street Fighter Free games, who was a well-known character in Street Fighter Free games. He's this old like hermit guy, total hermit guy, who's a badass like martial artist, and uh, is pretty much very powerful. And he also somehow has a role with Shalu. Like Shalu, kind of like is kind of questioning like this oral guy, his power and stuff, and like. And he's a interesting guy. Actually, I think when they showed like a little like concept art, he had a little turtle with him. Now I'm thinking one of the things I'm thinking of, one of his mechanics could be like the turtle doing his martial arts just as much. So you pretty much fight the little ninja turtle. <laughs> that would be hilarious. And I'm thinking that maybe they'll make it, or maybe there's a super where he's the turtle actually plays a role. We don't know. I'm interested in see how this, how they putting them in there. It's gonna, but he won't be uh, available until like later, probably next year, 2021. And who knows, might be, who knows, maybe they'll find a way of integrating. Like, I think they'll probably, I think Street Fighter 4 will be playable on the PS5 when it comes out. So that means I think they'll probably work something out there. Um, hmm. And then the fourth character they announced was a character of a cult classic fighting game called Rival Schools, which is named Kira, which is one of the characters in Rival Schools, which is this cold, uh, it's a game in the mid-90s that came out in the mid-90s. It was this popular, uh, it's this, like, two and a half D fighting game. It focused on mostly, like, kid, high school kids in Japan all, like, having fights and stuff. I don't know the story on I gotta look into it. But it has to do with, like, tournaments and stuff. Like, each school, five schools from five districts in the city. And I think Tokyo and, I guess, who had, who's the toughest of them all in each fight. Students fight, teachers fight. It's a great, it's a looks pretty good. It's an interesting fighting game. It did not, it was a game that at least has a cult following. It didn't sell much, but the people it, if, it, uh, they sold you, liked it a lot, grew up with it, and pretty much, uh, became fans of it. The, this is the first time they probably had something Rival Schools related in a while. Some things, they didn't do much of it. The last time a character in a Rival Schools game was in anything Capcom related was the main character, Batsu, in Tatsunoko vs. Capcom, which is, like, this tag team fighter which is actually on the Wii I think it was on the Wii and a couple other platforms I think Xbox 360 and maybe PS3 um but mostly Wii on the Wii so um but yeah it's uh there's a lot of things in this so it's interesting to see how they uh how they uh, incorporate her into this game yes this is a girl fighter and it's a uh, it's gonna be interesting to see this uh these games play out, and um, and I'm ready to stay and see the new season. They haven't announced; they didn't announce a fifth character, so I'm thinking this fifth character has got to be someone big, because it could be big, or it could be maybe a Dark Soccer's character, possibly because before this announcement, Capcom trademarked Dark Stalk Dark Stalker's uh, trademark, and uh, which means it could be a Dark. Dark Soccer's character, or 
there's a possibility of a new Darkstalkers game coming out in the future, which I'm hoping that is a possibility because Darkstalkers is a series is a known like cult series for Capcom, and it has like these monsters, like Frank a Frankenstein character, uh, vampires, and like a lot of like monsters and stuff. It's a monster. It's like a Halloween like fighter. It's pretty cool. It's pretty interesting to see it was made right around the time after Street Fighter 2 pre Street Fighter Alpha days. So it was like 93 to 94. And uh, yeah, and it's pretty good. Like, pretty good. Like, animations and like some of the characters are pretty known. And they uh, have a. Uh, yeah, there's some games uh, Street Fighter has. Some were. They didn't come out in Japan, mostly just came out in Japan. Some never really, some came out stateside, not much, but some uh, made stateside. But uh, yeah, it's a very big thing. A lot of people are excited for this, and um, yeah, it's a uh, it's a uh, pretty interesting to see this. Uh, there's more stuff coming. I'm like, I'm a fighting man. I'm interested in trying now. Street Fighter Five and it. I'm uh, probably when I first get a computer or I have a roommate. Who knows? I might have, I think my next roommate might have a PS4 and he has Street Fighter 5. So who knows? Um, yeah. Um, I think that's a big thing. Every thing I noticed is I think they, Smash Brothers actually has a new update, which, uh, and I think they introduced like a baby Battlefield, which is like pretty much Battlefield with just two platforms. Which I'm gonna look into. I'm probably need to install it. And I think they did something with the online. Sakurai did something to the online, made it better. I think in terms of like one on one matches, which if they did, I need to know. Plus they actually they actually did some patches. They did a patch to my they actually up giving uh, my boy my OG character Marth uh buff. So I'm actually gonna I probably need to get back into that, and probably after this podcast, and probably after I go after work, when I come home from work early, because I'm actually going to be working from home, i pretty much going to be working from home, I did mention last week's podcast, I was going to be working from home on Friday, but stuff did, some uh, people didn't get some of their uh, equipment, and so... Hopefully it's coming today. Hopefully the equipment's coming at least today, tonight. So uh, I'm hoping. Let's hope for the best that it's coming. That's coming. That everyone's getting it tomorrow night, and hopefully I don't have to be driving to work. I can just chill at home and be working in my room in pretty much more or less peace and solitude. Anyway. Continue onward. Mm. But yeah, continue onward. Um, yeah, there's a good stuff for fighting games. Fighting games coming out. Like, they announced a new character for Soul Calibur 6. Um, announced a new character for Soul Calibur 6. Um, a pretty much, I think, uh, next thing is Guilty Gear is. Came out with two new characters. One of them is this vampire cyborg ninja guy and I'm like it's crazy and yeah it's and it's interesting and this game is coming out 
not just on PS4, but PS5, which I'm like, oh, okay, cool. That means I already knew I'm getting this, because this game is coming out in 2021. And I'm excited, because I've, and if you don't know what Guilty Gear is, Guilty Gear is this game produced by Arc System Works. It is a crazy, like, rockin', has this, like, rock and roll vibe in this, and it's like a fighting game. It's high paced. It's crazy. It's kind of uh, very advanced because there's some stuff in there. It's like mechanics is very advanced. You can actually get the game, the first Guilty Gear, and I think the most recent version, updated version of like a Guilty Gear XX that came out like in 2003. I think it was like in 2003, 2004. And it's this great uh, 2D fighting game you can get it on the switch actually it's pretty good they also but yeah this uh guilty gear strive comes out on uh comes out in 2021 i'm interested in seeing it it'll be the first time i've ever played uh anything guilty gear related i'm interested in seeing how it does and how it do so uh yeah that's pretty much my uh pretty much my thing opinion there that's what i'm pretty much excited for fighting games coming out more fighting games coming out i'm a big fighting game fan I don't play a lot of it, but I'm mostly, if I'm in an arcade, I mostly gravitate towards any fighting games. Whether that's Street Fighter, Tekken, Killer Instinct, you name it. I'm the I'm a fighting game I'm a fighting game fan. I do play like sometimes puzzle games and maybe sometimes RPGs, mostly Pokemon. But uh, yeah, I might. Uh, but yeah, ex yeah, I did have a gaming channel for a while. If you do want to watch it? Watch some of the old any footage. Am I coming back? Will the gaming channel be back sometime soon? Pretty much soon. I want to. I do want to come back to fighting two games. I need to get a new gaming computer because the old one is no longer in. Is it was lost in the old apartment? I got evicted in. Also, the good news is if you anyone who has kept up with this, guess what? The people who own that apartment complex that ran the property, the property management company that owned the apartment complex, no longer owns it anymore. Yeah, I was, because I had to get some uh, paper, notice like me being evicted and me paying off said eviction. And eviction is paid off and everything. I was going to go, I went to their office and try to get it and turns out they actually no longer owned it they get sold that off like three weeks ago when i went there so i was like oh, okay really okay cool i was this is me in the car i was like yes i was like yes thank you <laughs> because fuck those guys fuck them in the ass <laughs> because all them bitches can suck my dick. And I know what you're thinking. Why am I calling all them bitches? There's gallery guys. No, all them are women. All, all women. So all of those bitches can suck my dick. From the tip all the way down to the hilt. Fuck them. <sighs> Sorry. I needed to get that out of my system. But yeah, that was the thing. I haven't heard anything yet from him. So I have a card here. I'm pretty much. I'm still working on working on moving to this apartment by Yale's campus. Um, 
and taking over the lease for my older sister. That's the plan right now. And uh, yeah, that's a process right now. I'm gotta make up like 600 bucks or something. I'm working on that. I have some money aside. I already have some money. I got. I'm working on get this my next check. My sister owes me about a hundred dollars. In case my sister watches this, remember. Anyway, but yeah, ever in that, uh, it's gonna be nice. It's a nice apartment. Everything's like furnished, bed, a couch, like everything else is furnished. I think I'll have to get my own some of my own stuff. Pretty much a new router because they do it. This does have a community-based Wi-Fi, but it's kind of not that. It's not that good. So, uh, yeah, you're both gonna have to, you know, install a new router. You're gonna get a new router just to, you know, make sure, especially for the job, because I need to get something that it works well enough for that. And by the time, but also by the time that comes in. I should be getting at least money for my for my grandfather's estate, so that stuff will be done soon. So, yeah. But yeah, other than that, it's uh, so far my life is kind of good. Fighting games is starting to. There's more fighting game announcements. Sadly, I was expecting. Uh, sadly, around this time, usually more fighting game announcements would have came up. Usually around. This weekend, because this weekend, this like past weekend was supposed to be Evo. If you, uh, and this would have been a podcast, me describing my probably my experience at Evo if there wasn't a pandemic and everything, how my experience in Vegas was, my weekend in Vegas was, how hammered was I, did I smoke any. Did I drink a ton? How much weed did I smoke? And did I hook up? Did I go to any of the brothels? No, I wouldn't have gone to any any of the brothels. Anyway, so so but yeah, other than that, the but his name because of the pandemic, Evo got canceled. It was going to go online. Then stuff about the one of the people main people in charge of Evo ended up getting caught in like this like sex scandal and it turned into this crazy thing and it developers pulled out games pulled their games out they were like nope players pulled out sponsors like come like it was a mess and it got cancelled all entirely so yeah this uh the fine game uh, conference that was going on with the Japanese developers happen like these game the game be announced and everything um and they have there's like the pandemic changed some things i think the development is going to be different uh it's going to be a while before we get true announcements of stuff and um i think there's gonna be more to come out soon probably next couple months especially like october probably um in terms of capcom something others probably a little bit later some of this stuff is going to be because I think these like events, big events. I think Tokyo Game Show is probably going to be virtual, I think, and I think a few others will be virtual as well. So we now we'll figure out what's going to happen with the turn with the events tournaments still going online, but I think the Japanese 
developers talked about the tournaments being online, and people probably now hearing complaints of, yo, these, uh, these games aren't, yeah, our netcode isn't that good. And one of the things they're Instagram is Capcom's working on, there's a thing called rollback netcode. One of the things is Tekken is working on this, but it's a little difficult to process because if no one knows, Tekken is 3D. It's a 3D fighting game. And where you, you're not doing a dimensional plane, you got characters can switch sides, switch, uh, move move in a circular motion 360 and the cameras and everything and the animation will be different well it's difficult to process trying to do that animation and stuff and um yeah it's uh I'm in but like I said I'm interested there is a there is something about it I'm ex I'm interested in knowing it's for now I'm uh but yeah, I don't know what's the future gonna be holding for like fighting games and stuff. It's interesting. I think I probably talked a lot about fighting games and stuff, and I'm kind of probably going on a little bit of tangent here. So I want to at least we're gonna move away from fighting games and stuff because that's not the point. I think we're gonna talk about one. I think we're gonna move on to a new segment here. Um, and I think that's gonna be about well, if you. Oh, we haven't watched the news much. There's a possibility Trump, if he loses the election, he probably thinking himself he ain't planning on leaving anytime soon. He ain't thinking about peacefully giving up that uh, throne. He's he's just his thought process is we ain't going nowhere. We ain't going nowhere. We ain't gonna stop now. It's president for life. Like he's like his thought process with Trump in some of the stuff has been going on the last couple weeks is he believes that the mail in ballot will be fraudulent. It'll be the biggest like if I lose this is it is clearly clearly a power move by the left and all the a bunch of stuff. It's and it's interesting to know, do I think he will do that? Well, I expect him to be like, tell the military, hey, I ain't giving up this power. I ain't giving up this seat. Y'all got my back. Y'all gonna wanna get my back. Like, try to convince the army to, like, let him stay in power. I don't know if the military, if the military will do something like that. Will do something like that. But I do think, like, the people he has support, the people who support Trump, probably can and will do something to keep him in power because these are not, like, the people, like, on the left, like, people who are vote left and stuff, vote left and stuff, they aren't going to be, they're not, like, people who are, like, left who would probably if Biden lost, we would throw a fit, throw a riot, just destroy stores and loot and all this stupid stuff. These are people with guns who could roll up to the White House and perform a coup if they feel like it. Like, these are people who are not 
you don't want to fuck with whatsoever. And my opinion is to them, I think that's going to be dumb. To me, the way I feel this, how this election is going to play out is this. It's going to end, there's a part of me that feel like it's still somehow, will, this could end in somehow a civil war, this whole, the whole country is right now. We're almost at a point where we are going to start a civil war. Where it's tension is, there's tension, it's starting to go towards a point where we're probably going to go towards a civil war. Where it's going to end one of two ways. Either A, Biden loses. Everyone on the left, mostly my people my age, millennials, young youth, it's just like, you know what? Fuck this. Instead of, we're not going to support saying the race, we're going to go ahead, we're going to secede, we're going to secede. We all decide to secede, we take over, like we say, you know what? we're going to take over the state of Montana, or some shit. We all, you, decide to go, decide, just take our all shit, just move out to Montana, and start our own, like, country, or something. Or whatever, secede from a nation, or some some shit, and then we start a civil warfare. Or B, Biden wins. The Trump's words, you are really like, nope, we are not going to go back to this shit. Like, pretty much, we are not going to let gay people, people of color have rights and all this stuff. No way that some, like, some nigger is going to live in my, like, neighborhood treat and treat me like I'm, like, treat me like the oppressed and with his wife and kids and shit. Like, no. And they succeed. They succeed. Trump's, Trump becomes, like, this president of, like, this a lizard make a this MAGA nation or whatever place and fair civil war. Like, something about this is going to cause civil war. It's the same thing with me in this, like, whole Breonna Taylor thing. Like, the thing about the eight attorney general and stuff, he's going to, he's going to suffer two things. He knows this. He knows that, A, if the if he decides to pursue charges, they go through the whole process and they find the cops not guilty for the murder, the city's gonna burn to the ground. If he just goes out flat out and says, We're not gonna pursue any charges whatsoever, the officers are not gonna be charged, the city's burning to the ground. You're in a scenario where no matter what choice you make, you're going to cause... It's going to be a civil war either way. It's going to be a point where... The city is burning the ground. And in the same case... In the bigger point... A few months from now... This whole country is burning to the ground. It's... A point of me that's like... I don't want it to go that way. Me... my I've, Me and my dad have these discussions a bunch. My dad doesn't want to go that way... I don't want to go that way either, but if this is a part where if, like, black people deserve a rights to live, like, I believe this. 
every human should have the right to housing. Every American, everyone should have the right to free health care. Everyone should have the right to quality education and all the stuff that we fought for, like, hundreds of years ago. That was what the country was built upon. Everyone should have the right to every, to every part of life, like living, housing, education, health care, food, etc. My thing is about, like, the party stuff is they all agree on the same that everyone should live have these rights. But everyone's like so has this way of how to handle it and ev- and then the left has their way of how to handle it and then the right has their way of handling it and no one's idea is like truly like like in the middle. Like it's no one has the idea of you know what? Like let's try at least coming down the middle. No like compromise. That's how some of this stuff happened and it does it doesn't happen. It's like if because if someone like Bernie decides, hey, like you no, know maybe we should like you know maybe we should like do this, and it's away from like the norm of like the democratic establishment. They kind of way ostracize them. Same thing with like someone on the right, like start thinking a little left, like no, maybe we should, maybe the left has a good idea. They ostracize him, and it's like no one can like. Like, it's hard to figure out, like, what this does, and it's, like, and it's frustrating, like, people be frustrated about it, and I can understand this carefully, it's, and I kind of can understand, like, some of the stuff, like, hundreds of years ago, stuff like George Washington said, and Thomas Jefferson said, makes perfect sense, like, George Washington said, there shouldn't be any political parties, because that helps bring division. Like, this is something he, he, that George Washington said before he died, I think, when he first became president. And, and I think if you brought some of these fan followers in, if we had a time machine, and we brought the fan followers back to where we are now, to now, he, they would look around and just be like, wait a minute, you guys didn't write, like, any new shit to make sure everything stays even? Like, y'all know we wrote this with feathers, right? And there's gonna be someone who's probably like, well, like, the, the things that are written on the scroll should not be adjusted, or, like, some shit. And they're like, the fuck are you talking about? Dude, we wrote this, like, on paper and candlelight with a feather and ink. They have some random shit. Like, like, seriously, like, we didn't know what the fuck we were doing, making a country. We didn't know how to run the country. Like, literally, like, when they first, when the country was first founded in the first few years, it was just like, you know, what the fuck are we doing? Like, like, I don't know how this was going to work. Like, the first, like, the first thing they did, like, the Arts of Federation, it fucked, it was bad enough, they kind of fucked up on it, and then they just, like, went back and revised it, and made the constitution we have now. That's where we gotta have to revise that constitution. Like, that's like, I think they said, like, every 20, 30 years, revise it to, like, no, let's revise it to, like, you know, make this, make things more even. Like, the ideas of of the country probably has changed a bit, you know. 
and they've never done and it's like something else I mean we probably push back like so like the thing about the presidency we should not have a popularity contest to determine who gets to run everything because every time we have a new leader we have to go with the exact opposite of what the person was like we went from Clinton who is this kind of like dumb Democrat who had a good few good ideas, kept the economy low and some things, and then we got, then we went to Bush, who was this dumb Republican who very much found a way to fuck everything up in eight years, and then we decided to go to Obama, who is, who Osley was, I don't know how he did foreign policy wise. Some of the stuff is bad. Some of the stuff was good. But he at least was kind of like sensible enough to like he to do some shit to help and help to play a role and you now like no maybe this some of this stuff maybe should be should be incorporated like and then we decided to go from someone who's a complete opposite who is Trump who's like nah fuck y'all fuck any foreign country fuck people who are not like me y'all can suck my dick and fast that we got and now we don't know who to replace we're trying to find the exact opposite one idea was pretty much this one guy named Bernie Sanders or some whatever guy and instead of that who knows like to me one of the things is like Joe Rogan had this has this bit and you can watch it it's a good one he said this we America got out of this long-term relationship with this regular-ass girl. This regular chick who was kind of boring, kind of plain regular, but she was a sensible, reasonable person. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's like you delve this chick for eight years, you know, she's a nice girl, I mean, she's, she's not bad, and then one day you go to the bar, and you eventually meet some whore... And you pretty much she has she has small hands, fake hair, racist. It's racist. Um, fake tan, spray spray tan. Pretty much lies a lot. She pretty much comes by. She gives little people gives you some attention. She talks to you. She flirts with you a little bit. Next to you, no, probably rubs her hand around. Round your dick, and next thing you know, woo! There goes the neighborhood, ladies and gentlemen, because this late, because you pretty much end up hooking up with her, and now you realize this bitch is kind of not the right person, because you realize, but here's the thing, like, do you still give a fuck? No, because, because if we are, a per if America is a person, it's a guy who's on cocaine, driving some yellow Corvette, listening to Miley Cruz songs, and is pulling up to his ex-house. We're going crazy! Like, that's how it is. Like, that's literally what our country is. And now we're realizing, we, this chick is not the right person for us. And now, now because of y'all, because of this chick, now you build up this reputation of breaking this like the regular girl's heart and now no one wants to be with you at all so 
you lost all your friends, you pretty much, your parents don't like her, and you still kept, you said, fuck your family, fuck the relationship dynamic with your family, and now, it's just you. What can you do with your life now? Do you move, do you stay in the same city and just try to work things out with this relationship? Or B, move to a new town, start your whole life over, and and remember the mistakes you made in the past. To me, at this point, I would rather move away, move to a new city, somewhere, maybe in a new state, especially a new state, and start your life over again. That's pretty much, that is me, and that's my opinion in a nutshell there about this whole stuff. And, um, yeah, it's just, um, this country is going crazy, and hopefully we can find a way to work this out, because this is just a point where it's either we gotta talk it out, or be it's gonna end with bloodshed and violence, and sadly, if that's the last resort, that's, I guess that's how this is gonna be. And, um, I want it to happen, but looks like it's, that's the point we have to go across. So, <sighs> okay, I'm gonna take a quick break, and give me a minute to take a break, and, um, yeah, we're gonna move on probably to basketball, because so far, after eight games, there is, um, after I think eight days in the season of this new restart, things are getting crazy, and I'm excited to hear it. Talk about it. We'll be right back, folks. Don't go anywhere. And we're good. Alright, we're back, ladies and gentlemen, with another, with, uh, so I was gonna talk about sport, talk about NBA, the bubble, and this popped up in my uh, huge thing. So I think I can find this. Show it pop this up. This, but this recently happened that four athletics programs for the University of Louisville, pretty much the men's and women's soccer teams, the volleyball and the field hockey programs. These four programs are suspending activities for two weeks because they have had 29 positive tests among the four of them. And all of these are connected to this one party off campus. <sighs> so, I'm going to say this. If you're on the NCAA, listen. If you're thinking of having any form of college athletics... And I think, especially football, football, you might have a chance. But sports like soccer, field hockey, volleyball, like, I know you're going to try to get them, get them in there, because some of these programs will probably be done. But, I'm going to be honest with y'all, there's no way you're going to keep these, keep any of them motherfuckers in you're going to have a season, because it's like, to me, it's like, I don't know much about the soccer programs. No offense to any people in the soccer programs, like, I don't know if you guys get pulled. I'm not saying you guys have game or anything. I'm not saying any of them aren't attractive looking, 
but y'all, I just say college, like college and stuff, college uh, flex, college sports and college in general. I don't think colleges are going are gonna to go all remote. Are going to go all remote, pretty much because there's no way you're going to have going to tell like all these like all these college kids to not stay six feet apart from each other. Two, not go out anywhere. And three, do anything. <laughs> Pretty much anything that is not involving staying six feet apart and at least in wearing masks. <laughs> All these college kids, and I know it, and I and people were between 21 and 35 are playing at least going out or be trying to fly some bitches over or be Uber some bitches over or something of a sort. Like the thing of like the NBA. Right now, I'm surprised. Before the pandemic, before the restart, I was expecting this would be bad because I think in like no way all these NBA players are going to stay in this one hotel in this bubble and not expect them to fly bitches out. <laughs> it's like, do I think the NFL is going to work, come back? I want it to, but it's probably not going to go into this bubble-like state, state, go to a bubble. They're not going to have like one hubs, one or two, like hub cities or something like that. It's not, I don't think a bubble is going to happen. They're going to still like keep the uh, teams by themselves. And then, Whatever games is like, games have to be played. My thing is, do I expect them to be in a bubble? No, because my opinion, some of these guys are gonna probably are either going to leave their areas and go out and probably. I don't know much about how NFL players operate, but some of those motherfuckers are probably gonna fly out some bitches. So let's be honest. Like baseball players, baseball is going through a tough process. Like some cases, St. Louis Cardinals have had season post series, series after series postponed. Miami Marlins had series postponed, put on their season put on hold, and like a few other things. Like, do I expect any of these things to operate in a bubble? And do I think some of these teams are going to go? I want sports to come back, but some of this stuff, there's hardly any way they're going to. They're gonna. The season gonna. They're gonna have a full season because these motherfuckers don't want to stay at home, don't want to stay in the bubble, and don't want to fly bitches. <laughs> Keep trying to fly bitches in. So I don't know what to say here, but um, yeah, I think this uh, but uh, yeah, this whole thing with like the U of L stuff, I'm like the four programs going on. I think football, the college football stuff is going to happen. Um, I think one thing I'll talk about is the college, the college football. The schedule, like some of this stuff involving like conferences, like some of the robberies, luckily have our in-conference. But the weird thing is like some of the like schedules they have is kind of interesting enough. Uh, if you don't know, the ACC and the SEC is going all conference only, both going doing the conference-only models, and they are pretty much 
gonna like cancel pretty much cancel like for pretty much one season big bunch of these rivalries like Florida and Florida State are playing at the end of the year no uh, Georgia versus Georgia Tech um no Clemson South Carolina rivalry and of course the big one here the battle for the Governor's Cup U of L UK and I think about it is like the Big Twelve, they're gonna go into non to one nine to one nine plus one, basically nine nine conference games and one uh, non conference opponent. I don't know how they're gonna find a play. I don't know how they're gonna find a one non conference team to play these games, but uh, hey, I don't know. But um, but to me, like the big thing about the whole um. But the one thing I have about this the whole AC SEC thing, you could still have those robbery games, those because most of those robberies are in state, are in state, and I think that would be much easier if you did the nine. You could do the ten conference games, that's fine, but if you could have the one non-conference game, I think you can have that one non-conference game. I think the model could work. I think they could have a non. Don't have it counting against the records, but at least let them have that game. It could be like, yeah, the game won't technically count, but at least keep the, but at least the team can have the bragging rights. Because I, whatever, like if the games don't happen between U of L UK, because I'm like, but I think there's a chance they could work something out where if a team, if the games, because I think some of these games. Like, some distance stuff is the question thing. They're trying to cut down, like, distance traveled and stuff. But the thing about Kentucky is they're playing against Auburn, and I think one game is against Florida. Which is, like... And Florida is much farther out, and let's be honest. There's no way that Kentucky's going to play against Florida. And by the time they come back, not one player in you, in you think, not, like, a... More than two free players on that field is gonna not catch Corona <laughs> ever traveling back from Florida. Let's be honest here. Let's let's like look. Let's let them. I think they're gonna have. I think there's gonna be some. They need to do something. Like I think there's a way they could make the robbery game still happen. I just don't know why they haven't fought that through. Like you know. A lot of our robberies, the robberies, ACC and SEC could have had a virtual meeting and like, you know, some of the robbery games are between our, not our teams. Some of our teams are similar and they're actually live in the same state. Clemson, South Carolina, Louisville, Kentucky, and Kentucky, Florida, Florida State, Georgia, Georgia Tech. How about this? Like, we'll do the 10 games. We can give some of these teams the extra one game, non-conference game. Now, I know what you're thinking, like, well, then, what about the ever teams? True. But I think it could do something like, you know, we need to figure out a way to, like, let's say this. Like, let's say there's, like, a four-way tie for first and second. Like, a four-way tie for first and second. Between, like, Clemson, Louisville, Louisville, Georgia Tech somehow is in there. And I think the fourth one I said was Florida State. Let's say all four of them. Our tie, we're trying to figure out a way to make a tiebreaker, figure out the two teams that get in for our Colorado style game. How about this? 
we're gonna have the special eleven game be that. Let's let's add one more game. The special fourth game is the state rivalry games. The in-state rivalry games. They have that meeting in the SEC. It's towards the end of the season, like a week, two weeks before the conference title game. I think they said it's between the 12th and 19th. I think it probably, if they, I think they're going to go with that later day for the 19th. And they'll have, they can have that, those in, that in-state rivalry game. Whoever has, like, the better, whoever does the best in those games. You know, two teams that win, makes it in. And any teams that lose is out. And then whoever wins, like a margin of victory, strength of the victory, and all that stuff factors in. And boom, we got our two teams there for our conference championship. And I think that would work. But who knows? I'm, but I don't know why it's not going to work. Uh, I think it's something that makes more sense to me to keep them in the rivalry games in instead of having, like, a team like Kentucky travel to F- Gainesville, which takes hours. Like, literal hours and stuff. Like, it makes more sense having that game, having UofL UK, Kentucky play Louisville, which is just an hour and a half away. Well, pretty much an hour fifteen. If, depends on how traffic is. On, uh, but um, but yeah, that's like I think that makes more sense to me than uh, than like Kentucky not playing Louisville, having these in-state rivalries just be canceled for one season. That's it. Like, but yeah, that's uh, my opinion there on that. Uh, I, my opinion there on that, and I think about the whole college athletic stuff. To me, I think this the, I think it's like some of these programs aren't gonna last very long because you probably the best way you're gonna have to handle it is have the season be done in like bubbles, conference only models, and pretty much have these teams in like a bubble state or something. Because the last thing you want is to have these players is. These players are going to go out to parties. I'm not expecting, like, college players to not go out and try a party thinking they're invincible and shit. So, you might as well go ahead and, like, try at least either A, have a scene like a bubble, some kind of bubble. Whoever team is around is still uh, available. Teams wherever is available, teams that are pretty much either A, not canceling their fall sports or not doing anything can play. And whoever is available, put them in a bubble. Have it in some bubble-like area or something where these teams play. And you can determine a college cup champion like the way the MLS is doing it pretty much through group play and then a knockout stage and then boom. You got your college champion for college cup champion for the soccer that way. Field hockey have a field hockey tournament of some kind. There's your fall hockey champion, and then I think volleyball have that in a bubble. Something no fans in the crowd, no fans, no live crowds, and um, yeah, and you got the volleyball champion. It's to me, I think it's gonna be interesting to see it. Sports is going to be different. I think there's got to be a thing we got to do. 
And, um, yeah, that's all I think all this stuff is going on. And it's just, uh, yeah, it's just, to me, it's just like, what exactly are we doing? Like, you know, that's why I'm asking myself, I was like, what are we doing to, like, combat it? And I'm like, and I'm not saying this today, I'm not saying these words aren't empowering, but it's just me, some of this stuff is, like, tough to deal with. And I'm kind of just like, hopefully, if it does happen, it happens. If it doesn't happen because of the corona, just... It ain't gonna happen. It ain't gonna happen. Just, uh... But, yeah. Um, I guess we're gonna move... We'll move on to, uh... I guess we'll move on to NBA now. So, NBA is... We are now, like... We've already been... We've played through probably... I think eight games, I think. Eight... I think it's already eight days... Into the restart, I believe. I think it's eight days... But, um, yeah, it is, I believe, eight days, and so far we got a interesting, uh, on, let me find, uh, I think a big one about the basketball season is that so far, uh, you're standing, I was like, where are you? Look at it so far, so far, of course, yeah, still, we still have the, we still have, like, so far in the Eastern Conference, it looks like every team is set, already set up already. It's, looks like right now we have the Eastern Conference already left, stacked up, stacked up, pretty much the Bucks. The Bucks are pretty much number one seed. Raptors, Raptors number one, number two, Boston number three. Miami four, Indiana five, the Sixers six, uh, Brooklyn seven, and Lando at eight. Still, um, still, uh, it looks like Washington practically just came by just to do conditioning or something. Pretty much just went there just to do conditioning. Like they already their season was done. Um, their season was done. So, uh, yeah, we're gonna go ahead. Now, in the Eastern Conference, now in the Western Conference, there's some competition going on, especially around the eight-seeded teams, AC team, and right now, it is looking pretty good, it's right now, Memphis has the AC right now, but coming up on their heels is the Trailblazers, the Portland Trailblazers, who are now one and a half game back, and it's been, and it's been, and it's been helping and a big part of their help of them at least getting into this, getting into a better position, is probably the is pretty much like Carmelo, pretty much coming back. Like somehow, I'm guessing this man be is pregame hypes on is pretty much is probably just like Meek Mill's dreams and and nightmares intro song because he is just practically. Because every the shots he's been putting up and everything things he's been doing in that in that bubble, he is just pretty much telling every team in there and all the fans, people who are watching, just hold up, wait a minute, y'all thought I was finished, <laughs> and just flexing on everybody, just letting them know like, hey, I ain't done yet, 
I'm a first ballot Hall of Famer. Remember that. <laughs> like, you ain't talk, you ain't going no more disrespect on my name, and I respect it enough. I'm like it was. Uh, yeah, that's what things have been going on. Another big narrow uh, that's like a half game back behind them is the San Antonio Spurs. They've actually done well. Pretty much won uh, two of their uh, first three games. Lost in a nail biter to the Sixers off a go-ahead three-pointer by uh, Shake Milton, I believe, for the Sixers. Um, then you got the Pelicans, who are half a game back behind them, which is surprising. The Suns are half a game behind the Pelicans, and then you got Sacramento Kings. This is a tight race. There's a five teams that are still in this like running. I think. I think somehow, if you're like at least four games behind eighth, you're still in it. And it looks like there's a thing where there's gonna be a thing where you have to play in, and I think there's gonna be like a weird gauntlet type of thing. So I think if Memphis has to play, keep a spot. They they need to they gotta kind of have to tighten up a bit. They're actually playing the Jazz right now, actually, at live right now, actually. And I think that's gonna be on. That's today. That's uh, right now. We're playing against the Jazz. Jazz up eight to two, and. It, well, actually, they're up two now on the Grizzlies. And there's less than eight minutes left. Left in the first right now. So, this team just started just not too long ago. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Wizards play the Sixers today. Nuggets, the Spurs take on the Denver Nuggets, which is, a, I think, is a top three. Uh, it's in the first seed, which is a big one. That's a big one. The Thunder is taking on the Lakers it's six thirty. The Lake Show is at six thirty Eastern. Probably not gonna be able to catch it because I'll be at work. Um, well, might catch the tail end of it maybe. Um, at that game, Raptors take on the Magic, and then nine o'clock Nets take on the Celtics in a in a battle. Take on the Celtics. Celtics third seed. Brooklyn seven seed. Kinda needs and probably would need an extra win just to at least keep themselves in the seventh spot because if they lose that one, the Magic will will move up, could potentially move up and take that seventh spot and don't have to face the face the Almighty Bucks team, which who is probably favored to go to Eastern Car to run the table in the East. I believe that. It's going to be a final between the Bucks and Lakers, as I said in uh, when the uh, restart was about to begin. It will be Bucks Lakers in the finals. So, uh, yeah, I think right now it's a battle between the Magic. Right now, the main thing is just a battle between the Magic and the uh, Brooklyn Nets on who's the one team that's on who is not facing the Bucks in the first round, which. Is probably going to be slaughter, a slaughter. So, uh, yeah, that's one of the big things about it. Um, never thinking is the Rockets been uh, ended up getting a signature win on their uh, kind of this one like signature win, which was over the Bucks actually on I believe Saturday or Sunday, I believe. And um, so, yeah, beating the Bucks and uh, and that one. Uh, the big thing about one of the big stories about the restart was, of course. Some of the stuff involving the anthem and stuff, and like, well, a lot of the players uh, kneeled, pretty much took a knee, kneeled. 
Uh, Myers Leonard for the Heat. He still wore a Black Lives Matter t-shirt. Warm, warm up shirt and uh, he stood for the anthem instead of uh, doing what joining with his fellow players locking arms and uh, taking a knee together and uh, another player that uh, another player that gotten a lot of flack I think uh, I think John Mayer for the Miami he uh, I think got some flack but I think people are like just like it's his choice he deserves to do it uh, another player that got a ton of flack is a young player by the name of Jonathan Isaac, I believe is his name, and he chose not to take lock arms and take a knee with the team, and a lot, a lot of people, like, gripped on him for not taking the knee, and I don't think he wore the Black Lives Matter shirt either, and he just, like, he's like, I don't think the t-shirt will do the message. I think doing the protesting and stuff is the more effective message. And I'm like, and I'm like, hey, I mean, he has a point. I'm like, it seems reasonable or something like that. I don't know. I forgot how he just worded out how he did it. Well, in the next game, I think they put the Magic played, I believe, the Suns, I believe. And in that game, pretty much, uh, he ended up doing this one basketball move. Something like how uh, Derrick Rose first tore his ACL, it ended up in the same exact fashion. Uh, he ended up tearing his ACL, and I believe in his, I think it's either his left knee or right knee. I'm not sure which knee, but it was just, uh, it was a bad, uh, like, how it happened, I I can understand. It's practically the way he did the move, and then the way he landed on his feet, it is, it is, he practically, like, didn't land, like, on the ball of his feet, land, like, on the balls of his feet, like, he pretty much, more or less, did, like, a hard plant, and instead of, like, a softer landing, he did more of, like, a hard, like, plant, hard, like, landing his feet very hard around, just Boom! Like, and that's, and that's the thing about those force does mess up ligaments pretty hard, and that's why if you're going to do jumps, jump, jump, uh, lie on your feet and softly, so that way you don't injure any of the ligaments, because that's something that happens. Law players pretty much had, uh, had torn ACLs like that, and that's something like what happened with him. Uh, and a lot of people got on him on Twitter and stuff like. Well, God told him to take a knee. He should have taken a knee. Like, God pretty much took me. Therefore, I'm like, and I'm like, or some crazy stuff. And I'm like, this, okay, this is too much. Like, I can't, like, it's bad enough he got injured. Because one of the things is before he did have a knee injury. And, and throughout the quarantine and up to the restart, he was working hard to come back from the knee injury and work all that stuff. Now he's got to work back. Now he has to work this, I guess, this upper knee up in a much longer frame because a torn ACL takes like six, eight months to recover from after surgery, the rehab, and everything. Like he's got a, it's a, it's gonna be a long process, and which means he's probably out for not just if. 
and not only out for pretty much the rest of this Reese the seeding games and the and the first round of the playoffs, but also probably out for a good chunk of next season as well because next season because after this in like I think three four months later NBA coming back comes back like back to regular form and that's uh. Yeah, it's a I it's unfortunate that the C Man is pretty much uh had something like this happen. I wish uh I wish on Vonsic a speed recovery. Hopefully when he comes back he bounces back stronger from this and that's uh that's an that's one thing I can say about it. I'm like it's not do I expect every player in the in the NBA, NFL, MLB, MLS to take a knee? Do I expect all of them to take a knee? No. It it's still a choice. Like to me, that stuff about the flag and stuff, the protesting and stuff. I don't know why that symbol of me became this political thing, and it makes no sense to me. It's just something that just was a was a small thing, ended up becoming this huge thing for no reason whatsoever. And uh, yeah, that's uh, one thing it is. The U.S. Navy is investing, um, I guess another segment about the originator of this whole Taney stand was Colin Kaepernick. And, uh, what he did, Colin Kaepernick, uh, well, one of these involving, kind of in the way of Colin Kaepernick was they, uh, this military base, uh, had this, uh, decided to do a demonstration involving their canines. And one of the people... They had someone dress up in a stand-in, and one of the people and for stand-in wore this red Colin Kaepernick jersey. You know when he was a 49er, and pretty much these dogs all attacked him. Had like four of these dogs like attack him, like try to like pull him down, and was trying to like pull him down, biting him, and the U.S. Army, well the U.S. Army in general. So I had to investigate that that party and I think the base and try to figure out what exactly was going on there. I don't know the exact name of the base. I think it was like Fort Marshall or or something. It was like it was, but uh, yeah, they uh, but yeah, I think it's a, uh, but um. Yeah, that uh, that protest was a thing, was a big thing. I think it's just uh, to me, they uh, and I'm uh, and um, yeah, it's just to me. I think it's just you know you need to like. Yeah, I think it's a big thing. I think they need to. Yeah, I think this is, uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's the National Navy Seal Museum. It was, it's the National Navy Seal Museum. It was a museum event. It's actually, actually involved in Navy SEALs. And this actually is this is something that happened yesterday. 
like yesterday afternoon that the U.S. Navy SEALs in general have reported cut ties with this independent, it's is an independent museum after this video service. So, yeah, that's a, to me, like, uh, I think whoever owns, I guess whoever created the, uh, the museum, I don't know if the curator or whoever it is that did it, I'm hoping, like, no, I don't think that museum should be around or anything. I don't know if it's going to be closed or anything. But, um, yeah, um, yeah, this, uh, this stuff is insane. Like, this knee stuff shouldn't be as political. I think it's ridiculous. Um, like, even if, and this is a young man who pretty much decided not to take knee it he isn't obligated because he's a African American play basketball player. He deserves to be he deserves to take the knee and stuff and all that stuff. It's to me wishing for him to be injured and like and then people being happy he's injured, whether you're a fan of the magic or not, is ridiculous beyond measure. And it's wrong. I think that's wrong to do so and um yeah. Um hopefully uh the young man uh, yeah, and, uh, John Isaac is wishing him a speed recovery and hopefully he can come back to, uh, full playing strength. And, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, I think it's ridiculous. <sighs> All right. I'm going to go ahead and, uh, take a break here. We're going to take a quick break here. I need to, probably it's almost time for me to probably meal prep a bit. So I'll probably, uh, do that real quick. And, um, yeah, we'll be right back with uh, more of the uh, Jimmy Talks podcast right after this. Don't go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. Excuse me. There. So, I was going to say, welcome back. Let me say, welcome back, everyone. I had something planned to talk about for a second, and then I kind of lost it. Lost it, so... I guess this is a short one, I guess. So, I don't have much to say, I guess, on this one. I guess the main thing is, drink your water every day, uh, eat a lot of protein, if you want to burn fat quickly, eat, eat a lot of protein, whether it's from plants, meat, however you get your protein in, it's alright by me. Um, sometimes stay off social media, I think... Stay off social media for like, take a break from social media, a couple hours a day, and um, yeah, that's all I gotta say about that. Um, but yeah, thank you guys very much for watching, uh, watching this or listening in. If you uh, anybody has left comments, uh, people have been least watched and people have subscribed. Thank you guys very much. Uh, if if you guys enjoy these podcast every week um at least be sure to leave a like like in the videos share this with your friends and family subscribe to the channel um help out like uh, especially like in heck, if, you, if you don't yeah leave a comment in the video like you know like hey like you put up good work or something because if you the more you like do that more comment because i think there's the thing about youtube algorithm the more comments you leave, there's like likes as likes and stuff is what's the thing and views. Some of the things is like people recommend is like leaving comments, like you know, like 
hey Jason or hey Jason or hey everybody like hey looking good or doing whatever that helps out a lot than you think it so lets people know like hey this hey this guy likes watches this oh my friend likes watches this video I'm like huh this isn't my recommended what's, what's this podcast you watch it give it a chance and then you know that's how uh, stuff work, that works and um yeah um Thank you guys very much. Keep supporting. Uh, keep showing us some love. Get, leave it a like. Share it with your friends. Subscribe to the channel. Uh, you know how that help. You know that it helps. And um, yeah, that's a big thing. Uh, that's all the things I can say. Thank you very much for watching. Uh, uh, once again, my prayers go out to people in Beirut, Lebanon. For the entire the explosion that happened, the lives that were lost and the people who were injured, I pray for the lives that were lost and I pray for the speedy recovery of people who were injured in this. And uh, shout out to them. I think we'll probably do. I think one. Uh, we'll do something. I I kind of want to do something where we'll probably do like a fund or something. Try at least uh, raise money for people living on wherever it is, like some nonprofit or some kind. I'll let you guys know if I find one. I'll leave a link to it in the description or in a pinned comment. Uh, I can I want to find a way of helping out because that's one of the things I did during the protest. Is like outside of probably the um, of money outside of like paying bills and pretty much buying groceries and. And a few other things. Um, most some of the stuff I money I spent was towards like uh, you know towards like the bail funds and like the bail funds, some of the people's medical bills and that were involved that end up being gotten like the protests, crossfire, and um, a few other things like keeping some businesses afloat. And uh, that's something that helps. And that's something I would want to do especially the big thing about uh Bayer Lebanon they are one going through a famine this COVID-19 crisis and the um and now this it's a uh, pretty much an economic collapse it's the country is going through a lot and they need uh probably right now this the entire world kind of needs to give do all give them all the help we can get because of this situation um and, uh, yeah, that's all I can say about this. And, um, yeah, so, once again, thank you guys for watching. We'll be back next week. Uh, when will next week, I think, I'll be doing the, the next episode. We will still be here. And then, I think, the episode after that, I'll be doing it at the new apartment. So, uh, in my brand new apartment in, uh, by, uh, Uville's campus in, um, yeah, I am Jay Money. Thank you very much for watching. Leave a like, subscribers, subscribe, uh, share this with your friends to keep the stuff going. And you just listen to probably, in my opinion, the Rose Guy in the Ville today. And I'll see y'all next time. Goodbye and good night. Bang.